O Lord, and renew our minds. Help us grasp the heights of your plans for us. Truths unchanged from the dawn of time that will echo down through eternity. And my grace will stand on your promises, and my faith will walk as on the internet, to the men and women in our armed forces, wherever you may be, to our members and guests here at beautiful Savior Lutheran in Milwaukee, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, amen. Word of God upon which we base our message this morning on this fifth Sunday in Lent is the gospel that you heard read today from John chapter 11. I recall just these words. After Jesus had said this, he shouted as loudly as he could, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out. In the name of our dear Lord Jesus Christ, who died for you and rose again so that you one day might rise and live forever, my beloved. Ask not for whom the bell tolls, the bell tolls for thee. John Dunn, 1624. I hate funerals. I mean, I don't hate the opportunity to comfort families when their loved one dies, but I hate looking at a corpse in a casket. Every time I see death, it reminds me that I too will die unless our Lord returns before that happens. Perhaps I told you before, but one of my hardest, most difficult years in the ministry was when two kids from our parochial grade school died in the same school year by tragic accidents. A sixth grader, and a kindergartner. 
and that's hard. I also have a pastor friend, not a well, a pastor, but he had to leave the parish ministry because of funerals. He got so emotionally involved because, you know, every time you're a pastor and you have a funeral, a Christian friend dies. And that takes a certain toll on the pastors. And so he had to leave the parish ministry because it was so emotionally upsetting. I hate funerals. I hate trying to explain to little kids what's happening. And no matter what you say, you can't explain it sufficiently enough for their little minds to grasp it. What's Grandpa doing? Grandpa's sleeping. Well, why don't you wake him up? And if he's sleeping, I don't know if I like to go to bed anymore. Grandpa's with Jesus. If that's true, I don't know if I like Jesus taking Grandpa away from me. Whatever you say, the kids are confused. Yeah, we adults are not always completely clear about the subject of death either. I mean, how would you explain what death is, human death? Uh, it's when you stop breathing. Well, that might not be it. Uh, it's when your heart stops. Well, that might, might not be it. Uh, it's when your brain cells die. Uh, it's when you go out of existence. And I think you know that all those answers are wrong. As we look at John chapter 11 this morning, Jesus bringing Lazarus back to life, Let's consider the thought. It's a matter of life and death. And we want to understand what life and death truly is so we can understand John chapter 11. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the crowning feature of all of his creation was human beings. From some dirt on the garden floor, he sculpted a man and breathed into him the breath of life, and with body and soul now together, God wanted man to live forever. In the beginning, there was no death. Death had its beginning when that first man and that first woman disobeyed God. And because of man's disobedience, death came into the world. Oh, but that was then. This is now. Fast forward to 2017. As in the beginning, so also today, April 2nd, 2017, only God creates life. God created your life. At the moment of your conception in your mother's womb, God gave you that embryonic body and attached a soul to it, and now body and soul, you entered the human existence and you will never go out of existence. Oh, it's true, all humans live for a short time here on earth. And then they go to only one of two places, but they continue to exist. As St. John tells us, he has also given the Son authority to pass judgment because he is the true Son of Man. Don't be surprised at what I've just said. A time is coming when all the dead will hear his voice, and they will come out of their tombs. Those who have done good will come back to life and live, and those who have done evil will come back to life and be judged. I think the reason that there's so much confusion when we talk about life and death 
is that when we talk about them, we try to tend to talk about it uh, uh, one-dimensionally. But when you take a look at life and death, there are really three dimensions. There's physical life, and there's spiritual life, and there's eternal life. And there's physical death, and there's spiritual death, and there's eternal death. Life always has to do with enjoyment and union. Death always has to do with separation. So let's talk about death first. Because of sin, unless, of course, Jesus returns during our lifetime, Solomon tells us in Ecclesiastes, then the dust of mortals goes back to the ground as it was before, and the breath of life goes back to God who gave it? Separation. Body and soul separate. That's what physical death is. The separation from body and soul. And when you die physically, then you are separated from the blessings of God. From the physical blessings of God. What do you get separated from when you die physically? The trees, the stars, this church, friends. Physical death brings separation from the blessings of God. From the physical blessings of God. And then there's spiritual death. Spiritual death is spiritual separation from the spiritual blessings of God. You know who those people are? Unbelievers. They're separated from God's forgiveness and his love and his acceptance because they don't believe in him. They're spiritually dead. You see, you can be physically alive and spiritually dead at the same time. You want to become spiritually alive? Most of us, that happened to us when we were in baptism. God called us to faith. And then there's eternal death. Eternal separation from the eternal blessings of God. Like what? Like heaven. Unbelievers die. They're separated from God forever. Conversely, life, physical life, is the physical enjoyment of God's physical blessings. Again, the sun, the moon, the stars, the grass. Spiritual life is the spiritual enjoyment of the spiritual blessings of God, which I mentioned before. And eternal life is the eternal enjoyment of the eternal blessings of God, which we haven't seen yet. Now that we know what life and death is, you can really talk about Jesus bringing Lazarus back to life from physical death. And so St. John tells us that Lazarus was sick, and then he died. And Lazarus was a believer in Jesus, so when he died, he died physically, but his soul went to heaven. Jesus came to Bethany and performed that last and greatest miracle before his own resurrection, and he was going to bring Lazarus back to life. You know what that meant now? He was going to recall Lazarus' soul from heaven, bring it back into its body so that Lazarus would be alive physically once again. Mary doubted. Martha thought that would happen on Judgment Day. Jesus was going to do it now in front of everyone so that everybody could see once again that he truly was the Son of God, and possesses all power in heaven and on earth. Over power over life and death. Lazarus, come out! And I don't want to say it as loud as Jesus probably did because it would scare the kids. 
Someone once said, it's a good thing that uh, Jesus said, Lazarus, come out, because if he would have just said, come out, all the graves in Jerusalem, and Bethany would have broken wide open. Poor Lazarus. He came alive. Poor Lazarus. He came alive. Now he was going to have to die a second time. What about you and me? Somebody once said, if you're born only once, you're going to die twice. But if you're born twice, you're only going to die once. If you're born physically, but not spiritually, you're going to die physically and eternally. But if you're born physically and spiritually, you're only going to die physically. Three kinds of life. Jesus refers to them, by the way, when he talked to Mary and Martha. He said, whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Whoever lives physically, believes in me spiritually, never die eternally. Jesus knew all about life and death. I hate funerals. And don't let anyone ever tell you that death is natural because death is not natural. God never created us to die. He created us to live forever, like finally we'll do in heaven one day. But death is sort of terrifying when you think about it because death is going through the gateway, and that's hard. But when you get to the other side, you see, then you're in the presence of Jesus. Somebody said, what is death like? Somebody said, it's sort of like a baby going through a birth canal. It's really traumatic on that baby. The baby doesn't really want to do it. Comes out the other side. It sees sights and hears sounds it never heard before. That's why I like to say when people die, as Christians, they are born to eternal life. One father explained uh, death uh, uh, to his kid like this. He said, it's sort of like, you know, remember when you're sleeping in the back seat of the car at night? And then you wake up next morning and you're in your nice, warm, cuddly bedroom. Because you didn't know it, but when you fell asleep, I carried you sleeping to your bedroom. And then you woke up comfy and cozy. You see, on Judgment Day, Jesus is going to put all people back together again, body and soul. Now, is it going to be like Ezekiel talks about? bones and then ligaments and then muscle and then skin and breath. I don't know. However he does it, you believe in Jesus, so you have physical life and you have spiritual life and you have eternal life and you have it right now. Guaranteed on Judgment Day, your sleeping body will hear the voice of Jesus Ken, Richard, Bill, Susan, Seth, Edna, Rosella, Ruth, Daryl, come out to live before me and with me forever. And we will. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. We confess our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, 
maker of heaven and earth and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and our came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man (coughs) and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead, and the life of the world to come. Amen. We take this time together, our tithes and our offerings and our connection cards. (coughs) 